Welcome back to NBL Now, our very special roundtable editions, which have got everyone talking. And today we're talking about the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. This could be very, very interesting. I'm Jack Heverin, Derek Rucker, Damon Lowry alongside me. The team in green, six and six. They've had some good wins. They've had some unforgivable losses recently as well. They must be sick going into the break, Damon. This has been a sheer catastrophe over the past three rounds. That loss to Melbourne United when they were playing against Melbourne United CT, no disrespect, that was deplorable, mm. unacceptable, right throughout the organization. And that has kind of been a marker of where they are this season. But do they have the resolve as individuals in that team? Do they have the fight as an organization to mm. come back from that? Because they didn't come back in Adelaide. 18-point lead on the road at Adelaide against a struggling Sixers team. They squander that, fall apart. I'm starting to, some questions are forming in my brain about that team mm. that I'm going to hold off on until I see a bit more and see how they come out of this break. What you got? I'm with you. Six and six. That is the epitome. That's the definition of mediocrity. You're mediocre. But trending poor. And trending this way. I said in the NBL, one, the NBL Now podcast last week that they're that dog that looks tough, but ain't that tough. Oh, my. You <laughs> might just wonder, like, they bark at you, but as soon as you go like this, hey, they might just roll on their back and let you rub them on the stomach. That's what I think they are. Knock off the big dogs. Packed out John Kane Arena. Moment. Packed out. This is your time. You laid an egg. Like you said, Adelaide 36ers, you could, they couldn't have been any more compromised, any more vulnerable. You blow that big lead. And it's going to come down to some personnel, some guys not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So right now, I have them teetering. Have we given grades yet? Go for it. C minus. And I had a C plus. I changed my mind just like that. <laughs> C minus because it's going down. And if you gave me another 10 minutes, it could be a D. When I initially prepared for this, I had them at a B minus. They've been downgraded to a C minus just in the past two minutes as I've Red just sit here and analyzed them with disgust <laughs> because I thought this was a team that was going to make a run for the title. I had them beating Melbourne United in that game. I'm mad at Sauce because he let me down. I said, I said Melbourne United were going to go down by six. They smoked them by 12. Mm. I'm disappointed in the guard play. Cummings mm. and Brown should be better. And I like those dudes as mm. people. Talking basketball with them. They're brilliant minds. But I need to see productivity when it matters. Get out there and play basketball. Knock down shots. Make your teammates better. Stop getting injured. Stay on the floor and sauce. Let's talk about sauce. Sauce, Listen. you're an MVP candidate, my man. You can't be in there fouling and reaching and hacking. <laughs> this guy did that for his career. That's what his responsibility was, to scrap and to make my life miserable. Sauce, play basketball, go out there and dominate, change games, impact games. We love you as a commentator, but we love you more as a hooper. Can we do a double barrel shot? Yes. I said you were the front runner for the MVP. <laughs> Front runner, MVP. MVPs stay on the floor. 
You're not, you can't be on the sideline, on the bench, fouled out of three games in a row. Really? Get, here's a foul. Let me show you. Hey, Sauce, that's a foul. Can't do it. You can't bump cutters. You got to make sure you are disciplined. Mike Kelly, who's one of the greatest foulers of all time. Well, who, maybe that's where the problem lies. All right, that's a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, oh, Brian yeah. Gorgian knows Mike Kelly-led teams. They yeah. said you can't foul us all out. Well, guess what? In this day and era, these referees, yes. they'll foul all of you out. Now, listen, Sauce, double-double machine. Yep. Uh, effervescent, bubbly personalities in the commentary team. We are loving your work. We want you, him to do well. Like the, he, he is a charismatic player. Yes. When you're watching Allen Williams play basketball, you, you're on his side. You want him to do well. And it's a disservice to the, the purity of my basketball soul to see him sitting over there on the sidelines. That is for a lesser player. Mm. That is not in your playing profile as a superstar of this competition. And you got to be aware and understand your place, not only within this team, but within this league. Own it. Own it. The JLA matchup, the heavyweight fight, the John Kane Arena, JLA went like this. Really? I said, oh, no. Then you go to Adelaide, Ice Humphreys, and Torrey Smith-Milner. I said, what is going on? So this, this FIBA window break couldn't come in a better time. You mm. say it's a bad time for the Perth Wildcats. I agree. It is a great time for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix to reestablish themselves. So question one of the big three, I think I know the answer based on the, the way we started this one. Do we trust this team? I don't know about you, Derek, but in relationships, trust is high on my uh, values list. If I can't trust you, I need somebody in my foxhole that I know. If I'm, if I'm this way, you got my back that way. Right now, I don't trust the Phoenix at all, and that's my... Uh, the backcourt, you know I love me some little guards. Me mm. and Migo Gary Brown Jr., Will Cummings, Ben Ayer coming off the bench, yo boy. Like, between them three guys, I love all the pieces. But I feel like you ain't watching my back. I feel like I'm this way and you sleep in my foxhole. Can't trust you. I can't trust them because they're not good enough defensively. When you play Southeast Melbourne, put 92 on the board. Mm. Put 92 on the board. And that's a hard way to win basketball games when, by default, the other team is pretty much assured 92 points. Question two. We like his pedigree. We like the way he plays. And you said that you've spoken to him a few times. You like him as a person. But Will Cummings came to this league with a reputation as being a scorer in Europe. Are we disappointed with his output so far? 14.5 points a game, shooting 18% from outside. Man, and that and and the blitz, he looks so sharp. And yeah. even the, the first game we did way back when, uh, I believe against Perth, he looked really sharp shooting the ball then. Uh, perhaps the injuries just knocked his rhythm out a little bit. But again, he's been around the world enough. You know, you shouldn't have that type of variance in your efficiency levels. You would think as a true pro player, we wouldn't be dipping down to the teens. Mm. And based on that, however, you always regress to the mean. And it could be now that he lifts up to his mean and goes on a tear because they certainly need it. He should be an 18-point-per-game player in this competition. Another guy that can't stay on the floor. Will Cummings, University of Temple, been, like you say, been around the world. Yes, those European leagues, yes, it's more physical. You can get away with more stuff. You got to be able to adjust, adapt, and overcome. And Will, 
you get out there, you get those cheap fouls, then you look at the referee like, oh, well, that's a foul. Yes, man, that's a foul. You can't do it. So now you go off the court, your rhythm is broken. You got a nice shot, nice in transition. But you choppy minutes because you don't know how to stay on the floor. How many games did you foul out of? Uh, in 15 seasons, probably 15. Zero. Didn't play as long as you. One is good. Unless I was playing against you, then I was real good. Yeah. <laughs> Except I was great. So, um, yeah. um, but, but stay on the floor is what we're saying. But I'm going to – this has also happened, though. Mueller has been hurt. Gak has been hurt. They have had some injuries where it's mitigated their ability to produce. Brown was out. You know, he was brought back mm. slowly. But we saw what they can do at the top end, and I guess that lifted our expectations – and Creek, Williams, Cumming, and Brown. Those four guys, even if you get three of them cooking on one night, that should be enough to get you to 18 wins. What's their plus for the season? For plus, I got they have a team identity. Like that team knows. What is it? It's, it's Mitch Creek. It's Mitch Creek. Now, this Is that te- singular or is that a team identity? It's, I'm using this almost like a verb. Mitch, is they, they, they're creaking. They're creaking. Mitch knows when things are going south. Mm. One thing about the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix is Mitch is like this. Hey, bring it over here. Bring, no, 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 hey, bring the ball over here. Mitch takes control. He's an alpha dog. Yeah. He's a leader of that team. He's not just a guy with a seal on his singlet for a captain. So that's one thing I do believe in that team. They know it goes Mitch Creek, Sauce, and then the guard play. They have a nice little hierarchy. That I do trust. I don't trust their results because, like I say, they're defensively all over the shop. But that I do trust. I think it's the top four guys, you know. Collectively, the three imports and Mitch Creek have got to get it together. They've got to come together and meet just the four of them because this happens in basketball teams where two or three guys come together and say, hey, look, it's on us. Mm. Like, we need to drive this bus most of the way. Yep, Craig Muller, you're going to take the wheel for 15 minutes. Now, in those 15 minutes, you can't mess up. Mm. But by and large, those four guys have to get it done. It's a lot of pressure, but they're capable of it. And essentially, the balance of the season and their success rides on them. Damon, what's their minus for the season? For minus, I got down here interior scoring. When sauce is off the floor, which is too many damn times. We've already addressed that. I think you've made that pretty clear. Yeah. But when he's off the floor, Derek, how do they get inside buckets? Now, Mitch Creek can hit the three. He can penetrate. He can post up. He's actually their best post player, if you ask me. He's, he plays bully ball down there. But when he's off the floor, Gorjak Gak, injured. But when he's yeah. on the floor, does he score? No. Reese Vague, he wants to shoot threes. Craig Moeller, not quite that player. So I think as the game slow down in playoffs, you need an interior scoring they don't have that. Well, that, and I like that. So when you don't have uh, when you don't have uh, sauce in the game, who becomes your interior threat? Do you spread the floor out, or can you go four out one in with Creek being the guy down the block? But Dane, that requires patience and and purpose from your guards to be able to direct that ball exactly where it needs to go. And I think on the on the weekend we saw some teams go old school and put mm. the ball in the block and exploit other uh, lesser sized players. So um, I have as a weakness that they keep failing big tests. 
Mm. That's fair. That's very fair. Any disagreements there? None at all. Where have you got them at the end of the season? This is a big question. <sighs> I still got them in the finals because I think it's correctable. So you know the structure. Let me explain it to you. There are four teams and then there's two play-in spots. Right. Top six. Yeah. Right. And yes, the grade is going down. But I think this ship can be righted. See, you always, you're an extremist. One minute you got a team not in the playoff. Next minute you got a third. That. There's a reason for that, which maybe so, that this isn't uh, the program to discuss. <laughs> That's the uplight version of NBL now. It's only 11.30 and not. <laughs> but I think is everything that we're saying uh, was bad about the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix are correctable. Yes, yeah. they, all they got to do is stop fouling, stay on the floor. They stay healthy. They got all the pieces. They have a good team identity. So I think they are going to get into that top six. And I got them at least fourth. I've got them finishing fourth. So we agree with each other. Yes. I think that they figure some things out and, um, and, and make a run and win just enough games. Because what I think they're really going to do is beat all the teams below them mm. and then continue to struggle with Sydney, continue to struggle with Melbourne. This one is going to have some people talking. No question about that. Well done, you two. Thanks Love for being your with us. Oh, you say that now. He's a lot bigger than you two. Thanks for being with us on NBL Now. We'll catch you next time.